All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. It's an emergency pod. Emergency. 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 Tensions in Tinseltown, Drew. Oh my God, it is emergency pod. The melee on MLK. What, is there another one? Do you have I love alliteration. I don't have any more. The scene at Staples. I like it. The follow-through with Clips and Drew. This is a first. This is the first. I put out the bat signal today. I said, I got to make sure that Drew gets home in time. Because we need an emergency podcast. Yes, we do. We need to talk about what went on last night. The fans need to hear our feelings and what really went down. There was a lot of shit that happened last night. Man. But what we are referring to in particular is what? Is the fight. Is Chris Paul. Is Blake. Is Trevor Reza. Is Tony? Is Eric Gordon. Is Pat Beverly. Is Austin Rivers. It's everybody. Everything that went down last night, Drew. I am I am on one side, I am extremely heated. Okay? Mm-hmm. And on one side, I am extremely happy. So what side do you want to hear first? Should we go through the game? Like, what do we talk about here? For those that don't know, He's referring to the showdown between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Houston Rockets. Chris Paul's place. comeback game to Staples. His first game back to the Staples Center as no longer being a Clipper. Since he left $206 million on the contract and basically said that he doesn't believe in the culture of the Los Angeles Clippers. And he doesn't want to continue with the Los Angeles Clippers anymore. So let's start there. Let's start with the Houston Rockets, and and let's just start with like a breakdown of the game. Maybe why tensions were so heated so this, towards the end. Okay, I, and I'll start with this. There was a lot of buddy buddy before the game. You know, everybody was worried. Are we going to be doing a? Are we going to be doing a, a tribute to Chris? Did they do a tribute? They did one, and did. well deserved. They did. Okay? Yeah, six years, well earned. He changed the culture of our franchise along with Blake and and, and uh, DJ and yeah. everybody else that contributed. Right. And we have discussed on other podcasts, do players deserve tributes when they come home? Some players do. Yeah, six years is a, is a good amount of time and like six really good years. Like every year they seem 50 to be win seasons. really solid. So, yeah. So, yes, he deserves one. So, the Clippers organization... Give first of all, let me before before we get to the to the intro. Yeah, uh, a lot of pictures of of DJ and Chris before the game, embracing, uh-huh. talking, laughing, having a good time. Um, 
from what I heard, there was no communication with Blake and Chris before the game. There wasn't a, a fist bump. There wasn't anything like that. So automatically to me, watching the game, I already know something's up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Even, most players fucking fake it. You know yeah. what I mean? LeBron Kobe, and Kyrie faked Kobe it. Kobe and Shaq always, always did some, ton of, some type of something before the game started. Yeah. You got to to make it look like this ain't that big of a deal. But obviously, this was a big deal. No so kidding. we give Chris this great tribute, right? The fans standing ovation as he should get it. Yeah. Okay? And then the game starts. And it's chippy from the fucking beginning. Yeah. True? There's a lot of shit going on. Trevor and Blake had a lot of stuff going on below the rim. Um, we literally manhandled Houston all night. Um, and mind you, for those that don't know, we have last season's Houston Rockets bench on our team now. Yeah, like you have like seven players from the Rockets that are now on the Clippers. Eric Gordon included, who, you know, was drafted by the Clippers. Played yeah, he went four the years, other way. Three right, years yeah, with us. Right. Um, you know, Luke Mabute is on the team that played with us last year. Yep. Uh, you know, Chris Paul. And now we have Sam Decker, Montrez, Pat Bev. You know what I mean? Like yep. all these guys. So there's going to be beef. You know what of I mean? Of course, of course. And in your return to any arena that you played in, you want to win. Okay? We get it. Chris wants to come to Staples Center and show out. Of course he does. And he did have a good game. Milos couldn't guard his ass. Like, it is what it is. He went between the legs on Milos. He sure did. Nothing happened to him. That was pretty dirty. Yeah, he got fouled. So, the game's going on. Tensions are rising. I mean, Blake's having beef with Trevor. Blake's having beef with Chris. Like, uh, Chris was taking exception to a lot of shit. And during the third quarter, the, the, the camera pans to Chris uh-huh. um, after a Blake Griffin foul. Yeah. And you hear him call him a bitch. Like, Ooh. You bitch. You see him say it, right? Wow. And we've discussed this before. That is a trigger word for a lot of people. Of course. Okay? You can say a lot of shit, but once you call another grown man a bitch, it's, a, it's an issue. Yeah. It's a slippery slope from there. Exactly. And mind you, the Houston Rockets were starting to lose. You know, we were playing really good basketball. Blake was going off. Right. Um, elbows are being thrown by Trevor. Words are being exchanged with Chris. Even even Blake gave Chris a little a nice little bump after a yeah. foul. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then shit just got weird, Drew. Yeah. So very physical game throughout. It was. On both parties. Multiple players. And then you had kind of in the fourth quarter when the when the Rockets got down a little bit, got down thirteen. The games the games a wrap, and then everything just goes 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 haywire. Yeah, uh, D'Antoni comes on the court. Supposedly Blake Griffin elbowed him, which didn't happen from not at my all. sources, and th- that did not I've, happen. I've seen the video, and it didn't look like there was much. First of all, D'Antoni was at like half court, right? Which you cannot be. He's, he was beyond the, the bounds of the of the coach's box, which they extended this year. They extended they the, the coaching bounds to like three feet. Before half court. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like that's pretty far. But you can't come on the floor unless there's a timeout. Correct. That's when Tex And it was like a fast break. So even if Blake bumped into the coach, that shit happens all the time. The sideline's only maybe a yard wide. Right. And so, yeah. So, so go ahead. And Well, first of all, Blake's MO is not to disrespect any coach. We had discussed, and this is where I'm getting to the, to the why I'm happy about what happened last night. Mm-hmm. We're not even getting into after the game yet. No. This is what I'm happy for. If you listen to episode 19, or excuse me, 20, we say Blake Griffin's a nice guy. He is. You know, he gets beat around all fucking day. Yeah. Uh, he gets hacked every single game. Right. Um, players try to test Blake, and this is what we don't, like, we don't understand why players get so pissed with Blake. Mm. Is it because he doesn't fight back? Is it because he doesn't say shit? Or is it because he's just that good, which he is? 
Why is it people are always, why is Draymond Green? Why is Trevor Ariza? Why is Chris Paul? You know what I mean? Why do these guys go at Blake and, and, and be so sensitive with the way he plays? And like we said on episode 20, it kind of concerned me. Like I've been waiting for Blake to, uh, to to have it, you know, overload. And I'm waiting for Blake to get a fucking tech. I'm waiting for Blake to yeah. push somebody to the ground. And last night he showed it. Yeah. You know, he showed that this is his fucking team. Yeah. He's not going to allow anybody, A, to call him a bitch, B, to come into Staples Center and act like this is still your house, Chris. Right. Because it's not. You left. Yeah. And to all Clipper fans out there, me included, because it took me a while to get over this. We got to draw the line in the sand now, mm-hmm. okay? We see now, Chris, we see your true colors. Right. You don't give a fuck about L.A. anymore, you know? And you know what? We don't give a fuck about you. If you're going to come to our town on MLK Day, disrespect our team like that, yeah. our franchise player, yeah. who you played with forever. And don't think, like, don't think Chris Paul is the one that made all these dudes, like, made them all-stars. Blake Griffin is a superstar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the balance of power is why things didn't work in L.A. Like, we didn't know who was the alpha. Right. You know, and, and and now we're starting to see that Blake is taking that role. You know, the one thing I didn't like last night uh-huh. is we see Austin Rivers on the bench talking. We right. see Montrez talking. We see Patrick Beverly in street clothes talking. Right. First of all, Austin shouldn't be talking. He should not say a word. He shouldn't have been saying a word. Not at all. But, it, it you know, Austin's a nasty motherfucker. Like, Austin is, he's that irritant as well. Sure. Um. Pat Bev, if Pat Bev was playing in this game, shit would have been like like my own boy said, it would have been a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um No, I think I think that's totally true. And he would have Pat Bev would have stepped up for this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Milos would have been probably played eleven minutes last night. Right. because um, cause Chris Paul manhandled Juwan Evans. You would have had some people ejected. It, well Probably. And and to the referee, you know, even more at the people, end of the more game. More people ejected is what I mean. Uh, Blake got his tights ripped off of his body. Yeah. Like Trevor. that. That Trevor, does, Trevor got him. Rip those tights right off. Because you're so mad. You know what I mean? Like, Trevor's from L.A. Trevor played in L.A. Trevor won a championship in L.A. Yeah. These dudes are coming home. Chris, too. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking that this shit's going to be a cakewalk. And not to mention, they've dropped six of eight. Yeah. Harden's not even playing. Yep. They're a little frustrated. And how pissed do you got to be when our B squad is running your team up? Right. You know? Yeah, did DJ play? DJ did not play. And this was the point I was trying to make was... I was a little upset that DJ wasn't in any of this beef. Right. You know, and normally DJ's our, our protector, our guy, and DJ's from Houston. Sources have said, like, he's trying to get traded to Houston. Right. And I don't blame him for wanting to go to his hometown and play, but guess what, DJ? You're a fucking clipper right now. Yeah. These are your boys. These are your team. You stand up, you know? Right. And, and, and this is what, and we've mentioned on so many podcasts, Drew, like, People don't understand the shark that Chris Paul is. He is a known irritant. Yeah. He is a known dirty player. We've seen him grab dude's nuts a hundred times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And no, yeah, that's true. You, you want that guy on your team, which we always, I, we love, we loved there's, Chris. There's not a team in the league that wouldn't take Chris Paul. Uh, agreed. Because his talent merits that. But with what people don't see is what you're talking about is this kind of like the behind the scenes uh, kind of asshole that he can be at times. Um, and I think that goes with, you know, like same, same thing could be said for a couple different players. Like I, I assume that a couple teammates of LeBron's might categorize him as an asshole from time to time. I know 
that a bunch of Kobe's teammates definitely probably thought the same thing. And that that kind of mentality happens when you're uh, an elite competitor that Chris Paul is. That he is. We're not we're not talking we're not talking about how Chris Paul is not going to be in the Hall of Fame and right. not one of the elite point guards in the NBA. Right. But what we're saying this is a testament to your character. And exactly. characters and this guys he is the head of the Players Association. <laughs> which is strange. Which is strange. Yeah. Okay? You're the head of the Players Association. So so let's backtrack really fast. So Trevor Reza, uh, uh pulls Blake's tights off. They literally rip off of his body. Mm-hmm. Words are exchanged once again on the bench. Blake comes to... Uh, it was Austin and Pat Bev that were talking to, to Ariza. Trevor, yeah. And, and Blake jumps right in front of that, says his piece, and he ends up getting tossed. Now, mind you, from a referee's standpoint... There's a minute left. It's a 13-point game. Somebody's got to get out of here. Well, you want to you want to ease the tension at that point. You have to because the tensions are high. Right. It's obvious. It's apparent. You know what I mean? Yeah. The coach is dropping F-bombs on our star player. The the, the superstar Chris Paul is getting into it. Blake just threw a, 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 a rocket off of Eric Gordon's back going out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I tossed the Which, ball. Which, it's a legit play. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was falling out of bounds and he got fouled. But... Subliminally, I think Blake threw that extra hard of to course. let him know. Yeah, yeah. You know, let you know where you're at, bro. Oh, of course. Well, here's here's uh, I don't. We're we're gonna get into what happened after in just a second. But I love seeing this. Me too. And I know we're talking mostly about the Clippers and the Rockets, but last I would say over the last seven to eight days, we have seen the competitiveness that we've been talking about, wanting to see from these teams that. Uh, have so many quote unquote friends on each team, they don't usually get into this type of stuff. I love seeing basketball played at its hardest, and when you have it played at its hardest, sometimes you get some fucking elbows thrown. Yeah, you get some. If the coach is on the court, maybe I will bump into. It's the part coach. of the sport. I love seeing this. Me shit, too. And uh, I only want more of it. And and I I I don't think this is a uh, a reflection on the referees as much as it is. Uh, reflection on we're in the middle of the season. This is the nitty gritty mm-hmm. long days of January mm-hmm. before you get to that All Star break, and and a lot of the dudes aren't feeling each other as much as they they do in the beginning of the season. So nah, I love seeing this shit. Shit ain't sweet all the time. Exactly. Bro. And Chris Paul may have a lot of you guys full with the commercials and all that shit, but I guarantee <laughs> you, if you take a poll right now, they most NBA players will tell you the same shit. I would love the dude on my. It's kind of like the Draymond Green yep. factor. Factor. Mm-hmm. We would love Draymond on our team. But he's a fucking asshole when we play against him. And, yeah, he's a dirty-ass player. It's obvious. Yeah. You know? Della Vadova in the same kind Same of, shit. I'll I, take him on my team. Yeah, everyone loves the deli. And I think I honestly do think the same with Pat Bev. Mm-hmm. Because he, he went at Russell right after he came back from his knee injury mm-hmm. a couple seasons back and, and went at his knee again. Uh-huh. Which is, that's some, that's some foul shit right there. But, again, that's what you, we, every team kind of needs that mentality at least one player that has that mentality i loved seeing it i love seeing it from my team this is the Blake it was a huge Griffin. win also by the way the clippers, clippers won the game no james harden no, but still no james harden no dj also mm-hmm. and like you said the, the clippers are continually injured this mm-hmm. year but this was a big win for for the clippers right now these are the this is this these are the wins that propel you to getting to that sixth and fifth spot. You can see, look, bro, we beat Golden State this week. We yeah. beat Houston this week. Yeah. Our our toughness, and it comes from our leader, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Uh the young bucks see that, dude. And th- this is as a clip as a lifelong Clipper fan, as a 26-year Clipper fan, this is what I've been waiting for from Blake. And this is the kind of leader we want. And if you look how he held himself after after the game, he wasn't talking shit. 
He didn't throw any shade at anybody. Yeah. You know, they asked him, what did Trevor Ariza say to you after the game? And he said, straight up, well, he was just making sure I was coming to his birthday party. And I told him no. (laughs) (laughs) So, before we get to the press conferences, mm do you want to give him a rundown of actually what did, what supposedly... And is currently under investigation. <laughs> Which is fucking Whatever so happened at the end of this game. So, this is what happens. Game ends. We kick their ass. Everybody's pissed. We're excited. Of course. Blake gets ejected. Takes his jersey off. Throws it to the crowd. He's yelling. Pumping his fist when he's walking to the locker yeah, room. Big like, win. yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, we yeah, did this. That's right. And I love it. Game ends. No love loss. You know, ain't nobody fist bumping or doing any of that shit. No, 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 no. Clippers go to their locker room. Houston goes to their locker room. Yeah. Media is waiting in the media room, as they normally do, waiting for Doc to come and give his speech or his talk. for all the players and stuff. Yeah, sure. Big commotion arises. Turns out that the the Rockets tried to run the Trojan horse move with their boy uh, Capella. What's his first name? Clint Capella. Clint Capella, the the fucking, uh, where's he from? The The Swede. Swiss. The Swede. He's from Switzerland. (laughs) So Chris... Chris, which means like you have to have a plan. Like so, they... so yeah. When you say Trojan horse, okay, we, we can just break this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Clint Capella. No, oh, this to, happened. Went to the front of the like the, the main entrance into the Clippers locker room uh, as a distraction. He knocked on the door. Yes, knocked on boom, the boom, door. Boom. Wanted to you know say something to somebody, and then meanwhile, Chris, James Harden, and Ariza. Chris knows the obviously the Clippers yeah. locker room very well. They sneak in. Now. They try to come in from from the trainers room from the back he, door. He knows the the Harriet Tubman uh, yeah the underground underground railroads right. to get to the locker room. And before he can get to the locker room, NBA security is there. And supposedly, actually, this did happen. LAPD was called, which was some bullshit <laughs> to me. That is hilarious. That's pretty funny. Whoever called it, like even if it was like a bystander or. Some site got like security guard, whoever the fuck is calling LAPD on this is just that's just hilarious. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So they try to, to to move their way into the Clipper locker room, which like first of all, I'm thinking like James Harden. James Harden's probably like, what the fuck, dude? Like I gotta go with these guys. If Chris is telling me to go, like even though I'm not playing, like I gotta go. Exactly. And what are your intentions, Chris? You know, are you trying to fight? Are you trying to have words? Do you want to? Supposedly, they want to get to Austin and Blake. Right. Blake, being 6'10, 260 pounds, would smash every single one of these oh, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, and also, like, if it, if it was just the four of them going into a locker room <laughs> that has probably 20 uh, capable individuals right. of fighting. Right. That, I, 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 so that's where, that's where the emotions start to take over. I just, I think, I think it's fantastic. I love it. I love the emotion. I love the rivalry that has been started here. This takes me back to um, a couple years ago when the Clippers and Warriors went at it every single game oh, and someone did. got ejected. Either Blake got ejected or Boga got ejected every time they played each they other. Did. And I love this shit. This is the best part of the NBA when you get rivalries coming back and forth like this. And I would love to see a fight. We were just talking about fights episode we did. 20. We did. If you, if you haven't listened to episode 20. Check it out. We lit- I don't know how apropos we were. This is fantastic. It's perfect. Uh, we called it at the moment where we could not have predicted this happening. Uh, but shit, man, let, let's see a let's see a punch thrown. It's time, you know. And and if you go back, you had mentioned Mello in the other podcast. Uh-huh. Like Mello, Kevin Garnett made a comment to him during a game at the Garden. Yeah. Um, re, re, referring to his wife, I'm not mistaken. That's exactly yeah. what happened. La-la. Yeah. And and Mello being Mello, this is why I like Mello, went right to the bus afterwards. I tried to get uh-huh. on the bus to talk to KG. Yeah. And Mello got suspended a few games. So 
Yeah, Adam- so it's still under investigation, the Clippers and everything here. So I think as the news unfolds, we're going to see who was it, maybe what kind of what kind of plan that they had. Were they going in to throw bows? Were they going in to throw punches? I don't think it's necessarily intention, dude. I think it's the fact that you literally grabbed your four players and you came to a place where you shouldn't be. Right. After a game, you should not be in the opposing team's locker room unless you're doing chapel. They do chapel before the game and after the game for a lot of people, but there's a meeting place for that. Right. You know, like obviously they went there with the intention to either talk shit or fight, whatever. No, ain't nobody fighting. I don't see that happening. Right. Um, um, but there needs to be suspensions involved. It's it's kind of like the same thing. If you step on the court during a fight, you're suspended. Right. Even if you're the last dude on the on the on the on the on the bench. Yeah. Um, there needs to even if you are the head of the players union. Yeah. This is MLK Day, a day that we 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 push nonviolence and do all yeah. this shit, and then you go and do that. Chris. Unity and togetherness. Yeah. And this is what you do. Yeah. Like to me, Drew, I'm do- I'm literally done with Chris Paul. He showed me everything he needs to show me. Yeah. Um, and this is a problem that I have with fans all over, dude. There is a line drawn in the sand. You either are or you aren't. You are a Clipper fan. You cannot be a Clipper fan and a Laker fan. I know a lot. You can't be a diehard of both. Okay. No, absolutely. You cannot be a Raider fan and a Charger fan. Correct. You know? Yes. And after what Houston did to us, you know, two years ago, when they, you know, we're up 3-1 and they yeah. fucking beat us. Yeah. And we're, there forget, should be no love. forget that. Yeah. No, nah, there should be no love for Houston. Right. And Absolutely not. From here on out, I'm not fucking with Chris Paul. Yeah. And and to to all my real Clipper fans out there, you're not fucking with Chris Paul either. He showed us exactly how he feels about us yesterday. Right. And I say us because we are us. Yeah. And it, it's funny because like I don't I didn't see any of that animosity when he left New Orleans. No. You know he went back in there. I don't know if they gave him a tribute video or not or whatever. Blah blah blah. But I didn't see any of that coming at him. Coming out of him when he visited New Orleans all those years back. Do you think Blake? I mean, do you think CP is regretting leaving two hundred six on the table to be with so us? So I think I think this is this is this is multiple things, right? We we had all of these uh, questions about what really was the cause. Why did Chris leave? Was it because he thought Houston had a better team? Uh, was it because he didn't like Blake or Doc or Austin or whatever? It's very clear. That for I don't know how long Chris has not be, he's not been seen eye to eye with at least oh, those hand, people uh, right there at least a handful of them right, right. there and uh, so yeah I, I I mean it's just this just proves what all the rumblings were about it's obvious when right? he left yeah it's it, obvious it, to it's, a... it's very clear that he does not like Doc Rivers mm-hmm. it's very clear that Austin Rivers uh, agitates him yep uh, for whatever reasons and then it's also clear that him and Blake just just do not get along at all. And and I would love to read into more about why that happened. Well, I think this is going to be something, Drew, that's going to be like, and I'm not comparing them to the same thing, but the whole Shaq and Kobe thing. Sure. And I honestly see 15 years down the road, Blake and Chris, you know. Like a 30 for 30? Yeah, but it's talking about it and getting through, like, you know, once you get through uh, the egos and all that shit. Uh-huh. I think Blake Griffin plays it way better, though. Like, yeah. he, he he plays it really fucking well. I think Chris showed his, has shown his true colors. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think you have in that scenario, uh, maybe not to the extremes as this, but do you remember the one season that the Lakers had Kobe and Dwight together? Oh, yeah. That? that didn't work. I think, I think Blake has a little bit of that Dwight Howard kind of mentality from time to time where he takes things a little lighter. Mm-hmm. 
and then Chris is very similar to, to Kobe's mentality mm-hmm. where it's like, dude, we're not we're not out here to, to crack jokes. Right. We're not out here to bang Kardashians. You yeah, know we're here I mean? to win chips. We're out here to fucking put in the work, mm-hmm. go go watch the film, go home, you sleep, you wake up and you do it again. Right. Which I think Chris Paul, like uh, the only thing different with that is that he goes bowling somewhere in, the, in those hours. True. And Blake, I, I think Blake really enjoys being a superstar. And being a you know a, a guy in a town in L.A. that appreciates a superstar. But to what you're saying though, really fast, Drew, you you can't you can't um, neglect the fact that the dude works his ass off. I'm to not be saying who he is. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's to the extremes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and also, I mean, to say that about Dwight Howard is is probably not fair. I think Dwight works at his game a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I that's that's kind of where I'm getting to. It's personalities don't clash that do clash rather, uh, and perhaps Doc Rivers. If it if it was someone more like Phil Jackson in there, mm-hmm. maybe he would able to to get Blake and and CP on the same page, like he did all those years with with Rodman and Pippen and Jordan and Shaq and Kobe and all them. Uh, so maybe Doc just wasn't talented enough in that regard. Or maybe he saw the writing on the wall too. Maybe sure. he saw. Maybe Chris Paul was the fucking problem. It's like yeah, it's kind of like we'll see how it goes with the rest of the season. Totally. in Houston. If 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 Chris Paul is the problem, and this this isn't me being angry Clipper fan that we lost Chris Paul. Yeah, I was sad and angry when we lost him because he was a big part of our organization. But going back to what we just said, there is a reason why Kevin Durant bounced from OKC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we all and we're, there's a reason why OKC isn't being successful right now like maybe some dudes you know just aren't the greatest teammates in the world and everything shit is sweet in the beginning like when we when we heard the news that the Lakers didn't get Chris and we got him, um, I remember Blake and, and DJ. Those they were young bucks. They getting oh, off the super bus, excited, yeah. bus, and they're just like, "Oh shit, Lob City, right. Lob City," and you're happy and shit is sweet for a year, bro. And then when you don't win. When she, you know, Blake Griffin has been just as far as Chris Paul. Exactly. You know what I mean? They both have gone nowhere. They did it together. Together. Yeah. We yeah. went nowhere at the same time. Right. You know, and, and, and the way it's looking, like, I don't see Houston winning a chip. Right. You know, I don't Yeah, see- everything's good when they're winning. Yeah, right? everything's That's what great. You're and now, now that James Harden's out, which was, which was the idea, is that if James Harden went down, Chris Paul would be there to shelter them from that fall. And it's just not happening. No. They're losing games. They, they, they clearly need James Harden on the floor. Um, or, because the makeup of the team around Chris isn't enough. Right. Um, so I, I, if they continue to lose, we're gonna, we may see more of this from Chris. Little temper tantrums here and there. Well, I think the shit needs to stop and, uh, not necessarily stop, but, it's obvious that the, the NBA referees right now are on, on blast. It's obvious that the players are on blast. There was t- 21 technicals and five ejections last night just in the NBA alone. Right. You During know what I mean? During all the games, all the different During games. all the different games. So yeah. these, these refs aren't putting up with shit anymore. Yeah. You know, and the fact that they – I think they just booted Blake out just to get him out, just to get him out and stop the tensions. I don't think he should have been ejected last night. But, the, you know, it is what it is. I think something needs to come of this, though, Drew. You can't be going into another – Team's yeah. locker room. Well, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what comes out of this investigation. They say that there's an ongoing investigation about what happened. <laughs> Lord knows there's probably cameras every which way in the back rooms of those locker rooms. Yeah. So they'll get the footage and they'll break it down. I wouldn't be surprised if if we get some uh, some clips on Instagram and, and oh. ESPN about uh, you know actually what happened. Honestly, I don't think they. I don't think the NBA should dive into it. It's not a good look, anyways. They're already Let's, doing it. Yeah, they're they're doing it. But what I'm saying is like, okay, suspend them all for two games. But anybody that came over to the, you know, or, or one game, a fine's not going to do anything. 
You know what I mean? Right. Uh, suspend it for one game and let's move on. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think they need to draw any more attention to this. I think it'll be brought up at the at the at the conference and All Star Weekend. Sure. You know, because Chris will hopefully be there, and, being the head of the players' union. And Blake might be uh, on the same team as Chris. I don't think that. I don't think either of them is going to make the All Star team. I don't think they played enough games. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, Blake's uh, been out for a while. Yeah, and so was Chris was out for yeah, the yeah, first yeah. twenty games or whatever it was. God, I kind of hope that they are though. That would be interesting. I tell you what, I'm excited for though is Russ the, and next, KD? the next matchup. Well, sure, uh-huh. but the next matchup of the Clippers and the Rockets. I agree. Which I will could be, be in watching the playoffs. That. It could be in the playoffs too. And mind you, let's say this one. No, more I just mean regular season. Though. Right. Regular season. That then the very next meeting is going to be really fucking entertaining. Well, that's two dudes in the in one week that Chris Paul is pissed off. Dame Lillard yeah. and the whole Clipper organization. <laughs> so he's definitely not making any friends right now. No, he's not. But I am looking forward to the next game. Yeah. This was our first Clips and Drew, the follow through emergency podcast emergency podcast and we're going to be back on thursday with a special interview yes we are stay tuned people we're ghosts this concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system